Thank you. Ah, oh, what a time. Wow, what a sweet time. Almost just, it, it's not wrong. I'm just, you know, bearing my soul to you. It almost feels wrong to inter, interrupt the Lord to talk about the Lord, but it, but it is right. You know, you know what I mean? It's just like the Lord begins moving, and then here I come saying, I've got some really groovy ideas about what Jesus says in his word. <laughs> uh, what a privilege that he meets us any moment. He, he doesn't need a script. Like he's led by his affections for us and everything. And he just met us powerfully in here this morning. Yeah? Yes. Oh. And I think the beauty is it's not finished. He's not done meeting us. This is just the beginning. It's just the beginning of being wooed in romance by the Father. Wonderful. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for not waiting. I want to read some scripture over you and then just a couple thoughts on it. Is that okay? Yeah, Romans 12. Romans 12, 1. We're going to be in verses 1. Uh, we're going to stick in just verse 1. Yeah. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. I'll read it again. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. I've looked at other translations as well, and I love the variety of different ways in which Paul is saying this. I beseech you, I urge you, I ache in my heart that you would do this thing, that you would present yourself. You would take you and you would present yourselves as a living sacrifice. You would be so willing to take the very essence, the very core of who you are. You would consecrate it. And when we consecrate, we're not just taking away from, we're not just setting apart from something. We're setting apart unto something. We're presenting ourselves in this season, this transition with Nava. The Lord's invited us Notice that Paul says, you present yourself. Paul's not presenting those he's ministering to. Jesus didn't present those with him. The invitation is to each and every one of us to present ourselves unto the Lord. This is both an incredible invitation and a terrifying proposition. I think it's beautiful, a beautiful thing that the Lord began to speak in fear and Shame this morning. I love that. When we present ourselves, that means everything that we have, everything subject to us is now subject to what we're subject to. So we don't present ourselves and then the things that we view as non-spiritual or, or mundane or insignificant, that gets presented as well. Everything subject to you is subject to what you present yourself to. The Lord is sending us out as a Nava family into the wilderness spaces, spaces that, that may have been untouched by his holiness, untouched by his presence, untouched by our God who is an all-consuming fire. And as a family, he's organized to mobilize and send us out into places that are longing for his touch. And we love to come as a body with the loving touch of a father. But I believe in this season, the Lord is sending us out as those refined in fire and those that are burning ones ourselves. Yes, the world needs the loving touch of the Lord, but it's not at the expense of his holiness. 
And His holiness refines. It does not just destroy. It destroys things that are unbecoming of Him and unbecoming of us. So in His kindness, He comes to us as a consuming fire, and He begins to refine those things in you. This is why Paul invites us to present ourselves to the Lord, who is an all-consuming fire. We become the offering. We become the sacrifice. And we don't stay on the altar in a pile of ash and rubble that once was beautiful. But in this sacrifice, in this burning, we are then sent. We are not destroyed. We are refined. Find and then presented to the world around us. I believe, I'm confident, there's no doubt in my heart that this is what the Lord is up to. So he's bringing this holiness word before us right now. For me, the word holiness has been terrifying for years. No one explained to me that it was a beautiful thing. I didn't know the character of God. So when I heard that he was a refining fire, I thought he was going to destroy everything that was unclean in me. Well, I was convinced everything was unclean, and rightfully so. So I thought his, his, his presence would come and destroy everything, and there'd be nothing left, and his thirst for justice would be appeased. But it just is not that way. He's refining us because he treasures us so much. He wants to give himself in you in a variety of ways to the world as a gift. That's what he's doing right now. He's giving us as a gift to this city. He's giving us as a gift to one another. So as we present ourselves to him, we equally get the joy of presenting ourselves to one another. So we present ourselves to one another and we receive the other. We joyfully walk into the fire knowing we won't be destroyed. We will be refined in his presence. We will be refined in his presence. We'll be brilliant, the shining ones. And then we'll have eyes to see each other as brilliant, shining ones. Everyone begins to find their space on this altar. Everyone gets an opportunity to participate in what the Lord is doing now. But it comes with this statement. Present yourselves. No one can do it for you. I can't present you. I cannot present my wife. I can't present Phoebe. You present yourself unto the Lord. I love this fear and and, and the shame word that came up, man, those worship songs, those, those fresh songs, we've been praying for new songs and we just received new songs. And I love that line, like you, you, you never ask us to do anything you're not willing to do. <laughs> the father sent his best. The father presented his best on our behalf. He was willing to release his best. So in worship, the Lord began telling me this, this fear and shame thing. This is what he said. When we, when we present our fear, we're presenting, we, we, some of us have a fear of loss. If I present my best, I'll lose it. And that defines me. That's my gift is what defines me. I, I don't want to lose that. I don't want to let that go. There's a fear of being undefined in the letting go. That fear of loss, if I lose this identity, this gift, this moment, this ministry, I'm afraid. I don't want you. This is the best thing about me. And he, and he asks for it. Wow. A fear of loss of what you think is the best of you keeps you from presenting yourself on the altar. 
And then you have the other side of the coin, the shame piece that says, I won't come a hundred yards near that altar because I'm unworthy. I have nothing that is going to be a fragrant offering to the Father's nostril when it comes on the altar. So shame keeps you, keeps you from approaching, submitting yourself to the refining love of God. So we have fear and shame. The Lord's doing that in the room already this morning. And so I'm just highlighting what he's already been doing. In this, present yourselves to become holy as he is holy. Our responsibility is the presenting. You present yourself. Present your home. Present your workplaces. Present your finances. Everything that's subject to you is subject to him. The best of you and the worst of you goes on the altar. Every bit of it. Nothing gets left off. We do not pick and choose which of ourselves. We don't say, I I would like this to get refined because I think it needs a little upgrade. But these parts are are rather nice, so I'll be good here. We do not, as he doesn't give himself in pieces, we do not reserve that right as well. Every ounce of us goes. Every ounce. This is the invitation to us this morning. The Lord has brought us to a place and he says, will you present yourself? Will you present yourself? I believe we've been on this sonship journey for quite a while so that we would have the confidence when the Lord says, now, put it on the altar. Every moment you had, if if you had a moment like, this is the highest moment of my life this morning. The Lord set me free. The Lord gave me a voice. The Lord gave me a gift. The Lord gave me an idea. I believe the invitation is beautiful. Now offer it again. Offer it again. We want to adapt a heart posture that we would always be willing to present ourselves to the Lord. Always. This is not a one-time deal. This will be our life's journey. Our life's joy is presenting ourselves to the altar of sacrifice. You know what's squirrely about this? That sounds wild and amazing. But Paul, he finishes it, he finishes it by saying this. This is your reasonable service. Other translations, I'm sure you have, says this is your reasonable worship. This is your worship. You are the offering. This is reasonable. I I was, again, we were in worship, and I felt like the Lord just kept talking about, like, we're asking for these illogical breakthroughs. We We just want to be undone in our mind. We want this to be just the wildest thing. And he says... I just, I'm trying to be reasonable. This is reasonable. We're looking for the things that don't make sense, but he's saying through Paul, this makes the most sense. All of me for, for all of you. What a privilege. What a privilege. We can walk into this, I'm confident, because we've received the confidence of sonship and daughterhood. This is the heart posture that leads us confidently to the altar, to be subject to the refining presence of the living God so that we might become burning ones. 
If you're afraid of submitting yourself to the holiness of God, I want to encourage you. If you're afraid that you cannot steward the fire well in your life, that when you step out as a burning one, everything's going to get destroyed, I want you to settle your spirit to the Lord. But I want you to also tell him, Lord, I'm afraid to be a burning one because I'm afraid I'll destroy everything around me. I've heard of what this has done before. I've heard of what this could look like. And yeah, there's a couple great people that were on fire, but they destroyed everything around them. The Lord's given me fresh confidence that his fire refines. I'm confident the altar is refined as the offering is refined. Is that okay? So setting ourselves on the altar demonstrates incredible trust and in the one who brings his presence in order to prepare us as a gift for those wilderness places that are hungry, hungry, hungry for an encounter with his love. Does that feel okay? Remember, the best and the worst of you goes on the altar. The best and the worst. Present yourself Lord, we thank you for the invitation. We thank you, Jesus, that you led the way in this. <laughs> that you presented yourself to the Father, said, I'll go. And then presented yourself to us. The best of you, Lord, was put on the altar of sacrifice. We follow you boldly. We follow you confidently into the presence of the Lord, the presence of the Father, who is an all-consuming fire. So we invite you, Lord, to be reasonable with us today. Be reasonable with us. We only ask for your presence, which we know is the very thing you long to give. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. David's going to come up, and he's going to begin to walk with us. Walk with us in some opportunities that we can practically listen to what the Lord may be saying. I'm confident he's going to begin speaking. There might be some things to let go of as we're in this journey with the Lord. But I'm confident the Lord's going to meet us in a new and fresh way and blow our imaginations out of the water. Yeah? Dang, Adam. Give him a hand. Yeah.